Welcome to Art of the Kickstart, your source for crowdfunding campaign success. I'm your host, Roy Morjan, president of Inventus Partners, the top full-service turnkey product development and crowdfunding marketing agency in the world. We have helped startups raise over $100 million for our clients since 2010. Each week, I'll interview a crowdfunding success story, an inspirational entrepreneur, or a business expert in order to help you take your startup to the next level with crowdfunding. Art of the Kickstart is honored to be sponsored by GadgetFlow. The GadgetFlow is a product discovery platform that helps you discover, save, and buy awesome products. It is the ultimate buyer's guide for luxury gadgets and creative gifts. Now let's get on with the show. Welcome to another edition of Art of the Kickstart. Today I am talking with Buttercloth's founder, Dan Tron, and co-founder, Bob Stevens. Dan and Bob, thank you so much for joining us today on Art of the Kickstart. And thank you for having us, Roy. Yeah, thank you for having us. Absolutely. So I think uh, everybody fell in love with you, Dan, on uh, season 10 of Shark Tank um, when you know we were introduced to, I think, your brand for the first time for the majority of the world. So I'd love to hear about the, the Buttercloth story and where it all began from. Yeah, I was in the um, fashion industry for 20 years. And um, I just, um, I always hated uh, wear a dress shirt and you know, traditional dresser is just just stiff and scratchy and very uncomfortable. You know, like when I go to work, I just wear a t-shirt, and then anytime I have important meeting, I just uh, have to put on a dresser, and and then after the meeting, I have to take it off and put back a t-shirt on. You know, to be comfortable at the office, and then um, you know, and I'm thinking to myself like. I'm a designer for 20 years, so I, I need to be the one who had to solve this problem. Then that's how Butterclass started. I just um, fly over to China, develop the unique fabric, which is, you know, it feel like you're wearing your favorite T-shirt, but still look professional like traditional dress shirts. That, uh, that's the, the Butterclass, how they started. So when you were creating Buttercloth, what, what was that initial process like? Um, so many of the founders and startups that listen to the podcast always appreciate, you know, the story in terms of how you go about the process and designing the, the features that went into the initial designs and then how the brand has evolved now into what you have currently. I think, you know, one of the things about Dan, you know, he, 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 uh, he got his start in fashion, uh, actually designing uh, uh, doll clothes at, for Barbie at Mattel. And he used to tell me, you know, I've known Dan for 20 years, so I've, I've seen him, you know, grow up as a designer. But he used to tell me that, you know, when, you, when you're designing a dress for Barbie and it's so small, it really teaches you about the fabric and the construction of fabric to how, how, how to make it lay and all of the things that you really need to know because a designer can design anything, but can it really be made? Can it be made like the design that he or she wants? That's the, that's the tough part. So Dan came up, uh, you know, uh, he was designing clothes from the time he was, you know, 10 years old, he was started making his own clothes because he grew up, uh, in a, his mom owned, mom and dad owned a tailor shop. 
So when he started Buttercloth, he already had this great foundation of knowing all about not just the uh, how to, to draw and design, but how to construct things and fabrics. So when he went to China, he, he, uh, he worked with all of these fabric mills to try to come up with a specific type of cotton that would give stretch. You know, most of the uh, uh, of the performance fabrics that you see out there are polyester. That's the only way they can get that stretch. But he figured out a way, he's kind of an inventor and has a very inventive mind to come up with something that was made out of 100% cotton that would have the same kind of stretch that people put in these performance polyesters. And the result is just awesome. I mean, it's a truly a breakthrough in uh, in fabric design. So that's where he started is with the fabric. You know, if you don't have a, a unique hook, uh, you know, to differentiate yourself, you're going to have a real, a real tall challenge starting uh, any new business. So you got to come up with something that is uh, unique, solves a problem. You don't want to solve a problem that doesn't exist but solve a problem that exists and, uh, and, and have a good hook. Yeah, Bob, that's a great point in terms of, you know, any startup that's out there in terms of what's that unique value proposition or MVP that you can get out there to get people into it. Uh, we find, you know, fashion can be a difficult one, but obviously your name describes exactly what the, the product will be or how it will feel or perform. So I'm interested how you were able to get your your first and you know investor, the NBA legend, Meta World Peace, uh, who also appeared with you guys on Shark Tank. How did how did that relationship form and evolve? Yeah, when I start this business, I'm really good with inventing the fabric design stuff, but I'm okay with I'm not very good with business side marketing. So I looking for um, a marketing partner which is I found and then uh, we have a connection and then um, uh, they become our partner which is um, Mil6 um, which is our partner digital marketing and um, one day I come and to their office and I show them my product which is a proto sample and then um, happen is um, Metal World piece they working with and uh, walking to their office and see the shirt I give to them. And then Metal World piece say, what is that shirt? And then my partner at Music just um, tell Metal World piece, why don't you try it on? As soon as he put it on, he like, what the? And then he just like, it's just his jaw is job and then um he say who the designer i want to meet this designer and this is the, the most comfortable shirt i ever worn so he he say he can wear he can play basketball in it it's so comfortable and so stretchy and um and that's um that's how i met metal world peace how how how, how we attract uh, Meta World Peace. Yeah, it was really through the introduction uh, through uh, uh, the Mute 6 CEO is an actual uh, friend of Meta's. But once Meta said, I want to meet the designer, of course, Dan was, uh, he wants to meet me, you know. But uh, uh, we got together, uh, put the two of them together, and uh, that same day uh, they decided 
to make a deal and have Meta be a, a part of the company. He was really instrumental in helping us get it off the ground. That's really inspiring. So let's let's jump into the tank, if you will. Uh, tell me how how did Shark Tank end up finding you as a as a product that they wanted to feature on the show? Well, you know, Dan is always. Uh, you know, I asked him years ago. I said, "Would you rather be rich or you rather rather be famous?" He said, "I'd rather be famous." <laughs> he, you know, he he he's always had that desire. He, money doesn't really drive him that much but uh, he wants to make an impact in the world. And so he's all, we've both been fans of Shark Tank since season one. I mean, we always watch it, very avid listeners. So um, after we got the company launched, uh, uh, it was shortly after, you know, of course, Dan started mentioning, gee, we should try to get on Shark Tank even before the company was launched. But once we, I knew that it was going to be a tall challenge. I mean, let's face it, you know, they, they, I think they do something like 20,000 uh, auditions and choose, you know, 120 people uh, each year. So uh, there's just the odds of, of getting on are, are, are pretty tough. But uh, I knew we had a good, good uh, story to tell. And once Meta came on board, that's when we looked at each other and said, now's the time. I think if Meta will go with us, I think we got a good shot. So we, we just went to the audition. You know, Meta went with us. We got in line just like everybody else. Get up early in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I was there at 4 o'clock in the morning to, to be in line. I think we were number 12 or something uh, in the line of, you know, 5,000 people or something. But, um, yeah, I think, you know, in truth, Meta did help uh, catch some attention because people, of course, know him. Well, I think I think when they look at us, like we have get great products, unlike anything else, and um, I um, I have a good background, and then also um, Meta Warp yeah, help like, a lot. Let's face it; it takes it takes all of the pieces of the puzzle. You know, you could have a, the best product in the world, but if you don't have the marketing, you know, it's not going to make yeah. it. So I think we had all of the little pieces. You know, we had a great product, a great story. We had a great partner in Meta. We had, you know, a business background. Our plans look good. We had all of the things were lined up. So uh, uh, I think I think we had everything working for us when we yeah. walked into the uh, the audition, and and within a couple of weeks of the audition, they were asking us to uh, to do a video, and then another couple of weeks after that, were asking us to start. They wanted us on the show. That's really impressive. So, in terms of preparation for the uh, the big screen, if you will, what did you guys do anything differently? I know they every all the sharks love to know the numbers of the business and everything like that. Was there anything preparation-wise that we didn't see on camera that you'd want to, you know, help give some nuggets of inspiration to our listeners on? Sure. We definitely prepared. Of course, the producers, you know, do work with you and help you, but we did a lot of rehearsing and we did a lot of mock uh, presentations with other business people. Uh, We reached out to all of our friends. We even reached out to the Small Business Administration, which is a wonderful group who put together a group of uh, investors and entrepreneurs, pretend to be sharks. And we went through that twice where they would give, ask us the tough questions. 
And of course, we, you know, we did have a great business plan already, but you know, you never know what you're going to be asked. And they asked the tough questions and we learned from that. So by the time we got to the tank, we had done it a couple of times. Well, that's great insight. So what, if anything, would you do differently if you were starting not only the Shark Tank over again, which you had great success, obviously, landing Robert, and that seems like that partnership's been going extremely well based on our initial discussions. But, you know, what, if anything, would you change in terms of starting Buttercloth over again? Dan, anything you would change? Um, Not on top of my head, but I think the way it has Buttercloth goes is... um, very surprising for us. <laughs> yeah, honestly, I, I, it's almost been magical, yeah. uh, Roy. Uh, I can't say that I would change anything. You know, I think, you know, I've been in business many, many years, and, and there's a lot of things that I have changed with Buttercloth learning from the past. <laughs> but I think this this is where all of that experience has kind of come together for both Dan and me. Uh, I wouldn't change anything. It, it's it's been a, a great ride, a lot of fun, and we got a lot of uh, fun road ahead of us too. Absolutely. So I'd be interested to hear how uh, you know the the fourth quarter for sales went for you guys, and anything that you guys were testing over Q4 for all of our e-commerce stores and Shopify, Amazon stores out there that that worked well for you guys. Polo. Well, we we did introduce a couple of new product categories in Q4, which polo which helped. Uh, uh, we introduced uh, buttercloth polos and buttercloth sweaters, which which helped. But that was still a small percentage, Dan, yeah. of, right, of of the overall sales. I I would say the main thing we did was really plan our marketing to be able to scale that marketing up and take advantage of the the acquisition cost during the fourth quarter obviously you know you're it when you're scaling a business in e-commerce it's all about the cost of of acquiring that customer and there are certain times of the year that you know that cost is going to be less and you've got to be poised for it and ready to strike so we had we worked with robert and his team we made uh uh some uh, very, very nice testimonial videos, for example, that we could use in social. And we were prepared uh, the minute that those uh, CPAs or cost per acquisition started to come down, we scaled quickly. So we went from, uh, you know, we probably spent in November and December, you know, a hundred times what we spent in September, for example, in marketing dollars, because we could uh, afford to spend it when uh, during the time that those acquisition costs are lower. Really nice. So I'd be uh, love to know where you guys are headed next. Well, we we uh, we had a great 2018. You know, our first year this year in 2000 or last year in 2019, we tripled that. And uh, this year we're uh, uh, on track to double 2019. We've got a lot of new categories coming out in 2020. Dan? Well, yeah, we add more categories so we can double the sale this year. And more importantly is our mission try to any category we come out, we have to be focused on the comforts. It doesn't matter what, like, for example, jackets, sweater, polo, or um, pants or anything, hoodie. It's, our focus is, is going to be used butter cloth fabric. Uh, it's, it's 
have to be 100% in calm and comfort. That's our key for our new categories. Well, and I think the, the point uh, definitely should be made that that's what really sets us apart. And you've got to differentiate yourself no matter what business you're in. What sets us apart is that fabric primarily. It's it's made of that you know special long fiber cotton. It's it's constructed in a way that makes it so extraordinarily soft. It has the six way stretch and breathability that other brands you know just just can't do in cotton. Uh, but I always say that you know our customers come to Buttercloth for that comfort, but they stay for the style. So it takes both. You you know there's plenty of you know you can wear a a, a comfortable blanket, but you don't, you're not going to look very good in it. So uh, that's where Dan's experience and design comes in. When people get a buttercloth shirt, their first one, I think they're pleasantly surprised. We deliver, that's where we deliver more than we promise. So when they, when they open that first shirt, most people's reaction is, wow, this is nicer than I thought it would be. And that's because of the design details that go into it. Dan calls it the, the hidden details. And that's what brings them back. That's what gives us such a, a great returning customer rate and builds, uh, and builds the, the uh, business. Beautiful. Well, gentlemen, this is going to get us into our launch round where I'm going to rapid fire a handful of questions at you. You guys good to go? I'm good to go. All right. So what inspired you to be an entrepreneur? Uh, being able to control your own time and being able to make an impact in the world. Nice. If you could meet with any entrepreneur throughout history, who would it be? Mm. Jack Ma. <laughs> <laughs> Jack Ma, good one. Uh, what would be your first question for Jack? Um, how he do it. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Any business book or life book you would recommend to our audience? Yes, there's a book that, that inspired Dan to start this business. What was the name of that book? Uh, Jump. It's called Jump by Steve Harvey. That's, that is the book that make everything. When Dan was, was, uh, was uh, thinking about starting the company, he would call me and, and we'd, you know, he'd say, you know, I want to do it, but I'm scared, this and that. And we'd have these conversations over months of time. And then one day I'm watching on the TV and I see this new book by Steve Harvey. And I said, oh, my God, that is the book for Dan. So I get the book. I sent it to him the next day after reading. He read the book in what, one day or two days? Two days. Two days. Then following day, he walked into his boss's office and gave notice. <laughs> there you go. Action. I love it. All right. Last, <laughs> last question in the launch round. What does the future of fashion look like? Um, it's going to... the. The future of fashion is going to be all about comfort. The whole world is going to be comfort. Even, even, um, not only clothing is even shoes or cars or everything. The world involves everything in comfort nowadays. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. That's, 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 that's what the trend goes to. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. Excellent. Because it's technology nowadays. Everything is convenient. And then if it's in fashion, it had to be comfort. Yeah. Comfort and convenience. I think the, uh, the world can live with that, right? Yeah. Yeah, that's right. And that's what everyone looks for. Well, Dan and Bob, this gets us to the end. This is your opportunity to give our audience your pitch, tell people what you're all about, where people should go, and why they should check you out. Okay. Well, I would say uh, definitely 
if you're looking for both comfort and style, you can find your look at buttercloth.com. Beautiful. Well, audience, thanks again for tuning in. Make sure to visit artofthekickstart.com for the notes, the transcript, links to Buttercloth and everything else we talked about today. And of course, thank you to our podcast sponsors, The Gadget Flow and Product Hype. Dan, Bob, thank you so much for joining us today on Art of the Kickstart. Okay, Roy, thank you for having us. We appreciate it. You have a great day. Cheers. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Art of the Kickstart, the show about building a business, world, and life with crowdfunding. If you've enjoyed today's episode, awesome. Make sure to visit artofthekickstart.com and tell us all about it. There you'll find additional information about past episodes, our Kickstarter guide to crushing it. And of course, if you love this episode a lot, leave us a review at artofthekickstart.com slash iTunes. It helps more inventors, entrepreneurs, and startups find this show and helps us get better guests to help you build a better business. If you need more hands-on crowdfunding strategy advice, please feel free to request a quote on inventuspartners.com. Thanks again for tuning in, and we'll see you again next week.